This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Beverly Hills Cop 2 is on right now. I fucking love this movie. I, that's the one that I remember the least for some reason. Really? You remember Beverly Hills Cop 3 more than you remember Beverly Hills I, Cop I, 2? I, I, I don't know why, but I watched Beverly Hills Cop 3 so many times as a kid. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I think it was just like on TV a lot for some reason. Probably because it, probably because it was PG-13. It was. I yeah. forgot. It broke. It was the first of these uh, of the Beverly Hills Cop movies that wasn't R-rated, and subsequently was also the worst fucking Beverly Hills Cop movie. I'd have to see it again to to know for sure. If the, I don't want to watch any of the Beverly Hills Cop movies. I, well, that's not true. I might watch the first one again. You should watch one and two. They're both good. Three is where it falls off. I'm telling you, one and two are good. The one and two are really good. Speaking of movies, I finally saw Deadpool 2. Oh, what do you think? I uh, it was okay. Yeah. I think a lot of my problem with Guardi- Guardians 2 is that the jokes had ro- kind of got old, so some of Deadpool's jokes kind of fell. I'm like, all right, yep, I get it, yeah. But uh, there were other parts I really enjoyed. Like, I mean, for the most part, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I think the first one is the one I prefer. Though uh, I, I prefer the second one, I, I, but yeah, that's that's a, that's hard to to judge. But they're fun, like they're they're good. They're, they're like a good time. I I I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, both of those movies. I'm not like I wouldn't be like, oh, they're the funniest, best comic book movies ever made. Or, you know, um, <laughs> I would love to just watch a movie that was uh, Negasonic. And um, Domino. Oh, Domino was great, wasn't she? I, I did like both of those. Um, I thought the cameos were funny. The Brad Pitt one especially. That one was funny. I loved the the X Men one though, where he's like, yeah. "Where the fuck is everybody else?" And it's the door shuts. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one too. Um. Who who are the two guys on the on the truck? The like there are two like cowboy dudes or country dudes, and now I can't remember who they were. What? Hold on, on the truck? What truck? They were like just some. I can't remember where it took place, but like some. They were like in a like it was like a scene started with these two dudes dialoguing, and then Deadpool or the X Force came in or whatever, and like that's where the scene continued was with them but it was like they were two people but now i can't remember who it was see people are going to be like how hey, you you fucking stupid oh remember who they were billy doesn't even remember them at all right did you guys and, even see the movie and he said he fucking loved those movies that they were his favorite i didn't say that that's the he opposite said, of what I said. he who said all-time best comic book movies ever hands down Deadpool 1 and 2, specifically 2 over 1. 2 is the Godfather 2 to Godfather 1 of Deadpool 1, is what what Billy said. I'll be honest, I've only seen parts of all of them. I I watched them when I was a teenager, so maybe I just wasn't old enough to appreciate it or something, but every time I'm like... Thinking of like, oh, I want to see a movie that I haven't seen before. What's like the best movies out there that maybe I haven't seen? And like, of course, one of the ones that pops up on like the best movies ever. It's always The Godfather and Godfather Part Two, never Part Three, but Part One and Two always yeah. on there. And, one and two uh, are definitely always on there. And I'm like, why? I just I don't get it. Is it a technical thing? I I don't know. I and you know I maybe I'm just missing something. I've never been that into mob and mafia type movies and storylines like like that's the least interesting part of the dark knight to me is i'm like i don't give a shit about this organized crime bullshit stuff give me the clown and the batman fighting that's what i want um yeah no i like all the organized crime stuff of the dark knight actually and batman begins i'm in fact i'm glad they started with like mob shit 
I don't in, in hate it. I just, I nothing it. I'm like okay. no. You literally said it's the worst. It's the last Jedi it, of it is, ideas. It is. It is the worst part of the Dark Knight. But that's like saying, uh, I don't know. I can't. I'm trying to think of a. The I thought of a of a comparison, but it's really graphic, so I'm not gonna say it. The Dark Knight is a great movie all around, regardless of how I feel about like mob and mafia storylines. But I, I don't find a lot of like you would be hard pressed to be like hey you, you want to watch this movie it's about the mob it, I, for me to say yes you gotta have more than that like so then you didn't have you or did you not watch departed and like and or like it and or not i like did it? watch the departed it was fine that was fine let's see what other mob movies i would never watch it again though, i don't think like i never found myself wanting to watch it uh other mob movies uh goodfellas but I just didn't like, I'll never find myself want to watch it again. Like okay. Donnie Brasco. And I never saw Donnie Brasco. That was good, but it's based on a true story. So I like that aspect of it. Uh, I was going to say Scarface, which is organized crime, I guess, but it's, that's different. I also yeah. haven't seen Scarface in a long time either. Though, so maybe I'd change my mind on that too, but. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but Scarface is a classic for sure. That would have been great if uh, if one of the ways that the Joker got his scars was Cuban pussy. Anyone? Anyone? Scarface. <laughs> Scarface. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so... Uh, there you go. So I did, So Deadpool was okay. Deadpool two was okay. Deadpool was okay. I'm glad we went all the way around to get, make sure we understood what the Deadpool two was. Was okay. <laughs> like where this random conversation started. <laughs> that reminds me. You know, we uh, we so we all got together and watched uh, Inception. I say we all. You, me, and Chelsea watched yep. Inception the other night. God, I hadn't seen that in a long time. That's such a good movie. I just. It, it had been a while since I had seen it. Um, and yeah, like, fucking A, it's good. I just had a smile on my face the whole time. Like, it's just, everything about it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's such, like, all the acting is superb. Just, like, you get just so wrapped up in this story and this heist and, like, are they going to pull it off? Like, is this real? What's happening? Like... And the build-up for the heist, and I think I, I mentioned this when we were watching it, is so perfect because you get just enough information about it to get excited about it and to kind of know what's going to happen or what's going to go on without knowing everything. So it's still like, oh, how are they going to pull this off? Ah, it's fantastic. God, yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. He really knocked it out of the park with that one. Yeah, I was I was saying, as much as I love The Dark Knight, I think Inception is Christopher Nolan's best movie. And it might be my favorite movie of his. Uh, it's just, it's so good. Especially because, like, I didn't see Dunkirk. Did you see Dunkirk? I did see Dunkirk. I really, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, was really on the edge of my seat the whole time I watched it. I wanted to see it, and I just, I never got around to it. Especially, and I think what really didn't make me rush to see it as I, I I might be in the minority here. I did not love interstellar. Oh, I did love interstellar. Yeah. It got weird, man. I was like, what is happening? Like with talk about love and stuff. What? I thought this was a science movie. It's weird, weird movie. I don't know. You can't, you can't have love in science. You can. It's just this weird, the way that they did it. Where, like, somehow he, for a movie that cared a lot about the science behind it, mm -hmm. it got really weird at the end when he's, like, going back in time or something and, like, messing Well, yeah, with that's the whole science. point. It's it's supposed to not be something you can, like, it's a theoretical, like, like, he's delving into the theoretic, theoretical aspects of entering a black hole and what what exactly would happen and it's his his take on it it's a silly take oh i'm sorry that you i'm just who I, have I'm found just... love find that love is just boring and uh, uh a terrible plot device in a science fiction movie 
I I don't think that it's not saying like love doesn't need to be in science fiction movie. I do actually. Well, funny you should say that because I'm not talking about love in those terms. But I do feel like true. You're totally talking about a father daughter love, which is a completely different kind of love. Well, I mean, there was kind of love, but he was him and Anne Hathaway had a thing, and it seemed like it. And then Anne Hathaway was all into that. Uh, that other guy that we never saw because I guess he died, and then Matt Damon was all in love with not dying. He was. Yes, but I, I think that, and that, not that this movie does this by any means. Uh, I just, I personally, I it didn't get me with it with the way that it, the movie went. But yeah, that's a terrible way of putting it. But I do think that in uh, in a lot of movies. And what do you think about this? The love storylines feel so forced. Like it feels like every time it's like, oh, there's a guy and a girl in the movie, they gotta fall in love. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably a bit of a hopeless romantic, uh, so I don't necessarily mind it all the time. Um, I mean, I like a good romance story. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, my, no, my wife I was get a cashier, you. I was a stock boy. That's a, that's a fucking romance novel right there. Oh but you know, uh, I don't need it in it, it, when it's in everything, it feels not real. It feels like why is this here? That uh, a good example I think would be like uh, actually a good example that doesn't do it. because uh, as we were just talking about it, I thought for sure they were going to do some kind of uh, oh, Deadpool's wife, girlfriend, whatever. I couldn't remember if they were married or not. She dies in the beginning of the movie. Spoilers, everybody. And I was like, oh, so him and Domino are going to be like a thing. Or like he's going to try and be a thing with Domino. But that's not the case. That doesn't happen. There's no like storyline in the movie to continue like this weird, oh, these two just met and they're going to fall in love. That doesn't happen. Uh, it's wonderful. That would be weird if in the same movie that Deadpool's girlfriend slash wife slash uh, potential baby mama plotline storyline spoiler alert got killed he just took up with somebody else but doesn't that just like bye felicia that's the kind of thing that happens in movies though like a movie starts off with like uh you know i mean that that's a yeah but like basic uh, romance and sleepless in seattle starts like that the movie starts with a funeral Jersey, Jersey Girl's the same way. Jersey Girl does it. <laughs> I was just thinking about that, yeah. No, but, like, uh, well, you got me, man. I feel like my whole case has just been destroyed. <laughs> oh, man, I never went Oh, man. Uh, Your Honor, we'd like to dismiss these charges we brought today. Uh, we'd like to apologize for wasting the court's time. Uh, just like to thank everybody. Good night. Yeah, and I I also like it when the love storyline, when it's done, is done in a unique way instead of a typical, like, oh, you and I just ran into each other. That's crazy. I guess we're going to fall in love. Like, uh. So, like, so would you, so you prefer, like, the romance story of, say, a movie like Speed? Uh, God, I haven't seen Speed in a long time, so I don't know. Maybe. Uh,. Although that uh, even was, seems kind of... I, I was kidding, I guess, of course. I, I mean, Well, no, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you anything that really happens in Speed. Oh, so man, let me... I, let I, me I it starts... Like, I don't fucking remember. It Doesn't starts with the... die or something? I don't it know, starts with the guy from Dumb and Dumber and the guy from Point Break. They're on SWAT. Okay, at what point does the boat come in? That is the second movie, and it is terrible. And Keanu is not in it. It's probably why it's terrible. But it's one of those movies where they got like. But what's interesting, Keanu. <laughs> right? Uh, well, no, they got Jason Patrick, if I remember. I don't know who that is. Is that a person? Uh, Lost Boys. He was the older brother in Lost Boys that uh, became the vampire that they saved. Him and the girl, and the kid. I mean, yeah. Anyone? Was he in anything Anyone? else? The Frog Brothers, he's been in all kinds of stuff. He was like an 80s heartthrob. I mean, you probably wouldn't know that because you're not in yeah. the guys then or whatever. Well, that's not why I wouldn't know. I think I wouldn't know because I wasn't alive in the 80s. I mean, you didn't have to put it like that. 
I'm just, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm sorry. I got to keep it a hundred. Yeah, really? Is that how you got to keep it? Please don't. <laughs> Your wife would be so embarrassed right now. I, I know. If she heard that, she'd be like, "Billy, what are you doing?" Um. Damn, we gotta keep 100. This motherfucker. You know what's a great uh, romance storyline, and I and it's so like it's nothing special really, but uh, I like the Princess Bride. It's a great romance. That that is a great one. I do love the Princess Bride. No, I was thinking of uh, since you mentioned Speed, uh, an action movie. I really like uh, Die Hard, where it's like, oh, oh yeah, they're man. like they're sort of splitting up and. You know, this they're probably they might get a divorce. Who knows? Maybe he can save this marriage. Oh shit. Now the building's been taken over. Greatest Christmas story of all time. Oh, I watch it every Christmas. They they showed it at a theater down here this last uh, Christmas. I'm sure they'll do it again. Like I got to go. If I could see Die Hard on the big screen, that'd be amazing. I really wish I'd gone to see it. That's dope, man. Uh I did see it on the big screen. It was awesome. Was it recent, or are you talking about when it came out? No, I'm talking about when it came out. Okay, yeah. I because I'm old, you fuck. No, I get it. I mean, I don't, like, I don't remember. No, I get it. I, 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 I saw some movies when I was, like, really young. My dad used to take me to movies I should not have seen, like, when I was, like, I, remember, I think I remember vaguely falling, like, I think I fell asleep while watching it. But I went to go see, like, Executive Decision with my dad. You remember that movie used, with Steven Seagal yeah. and Kurt Russell? And Steven Seagal gets sucked out of the plane in the first yeah. 15 minutes. I was, like, five or something. Like, I was, like, I don't know. I was just, for some reason, my dad was like, I want to see this movie, so I guess I'll bring my son with me. <laughs> I was like, when did RoboCop come out? 88? So then I was like, what, 13, if I can do maths? And I, I had my mom take me to see that in the theaters. Was that awkward? Uh, no, but, like, you know, that has that insanely violent uh, shooting of the cop at the beginning, Alex, uh, Alex Murphy, yeah. Peter Weller. That's why I was wondering, but between the violence and just the ridiculousness of that movie, I just, would that be an awkward thing to watch with your mom? Well, that was, yeah, that was the only person I was going to go see it with, so, uh... Anytime boobs were out, I remember feeling awkward as a kid. Yeah, because like I saw when especially uh, with my when it was with my mom. If it was with my dad, it was all right. It was like no big deal. Like I didn't feel awkward, but I wasn't like ooh boobies, you know. And my dad wasn't like ooh boobies. Look at those boobies, yeah boobies. But um, uh, yeah. What for whatever reason, whenever uh, boobs were out when I was with my mom, that was always made me feel uncomfortable. I figured that would because like I, that made me uncomfortable too. Because I remember seeing. Uh, my mom took me and my friends to go see Freddy versus Jason. I think we were like 13 when that came out. Mm. Uh, and you have the Slasher movie, so of course there's plenty of random nakedness in the movie. And I'm just like, uh, my mom is in here. The violence is what didn't matter. I don't know. The violence is fine. It's like, whatever. Guy gets chopped in half. Cool. Topless wish... woman, though. That's, uh, God. That's I don't know. Too much. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, why did they have to come out? I mean, they're nice. Thank you. <laughs> but really why my mom's here you couldn't have waited like lethal weapon 2 that was a big one i remember boobs because like i love that movie and i would want to watch it all the time but like my so, so my mother that just meant my mom would watch it with me especially like when we had it on home video i don't know if you know what home video is Vid movies used to come on a form called vhs that I am old enough to remember. Okay, good, you mother son of a... I, I, um, I remember within a few months of, of each other getting the X-Men VHS, because it had come out, and then I got the DVD like that Christmas when we got like, a DVD player. It was one of the first DVDs we got. The OG X-Men? Yeah. Hell yeah. This would have been like 2000. I don't know if I can even tell you what my first DVD was. I we had a we got some for Christmas when we got the DVD player and I don't know why it really stuck out to me, uh, but like we got X Men we got Gone in sixty seconds the Nicolas Cage movie uh, the remake of that movie. What else? There's a couple of others that we I mean there was like a handful. Oh, The Long Kiss Goodnight because my dad loves that movie. That is a good movie. That is a, that good a movie. That is a great assassin movie. Sam Jackson's great in it. Gina Davis obviously rules. Oh, oh, and just one of my favorite 
Sam Jackson lines of all time is in that movie is when uh, she still doesn't quite remember who she is, but every now and then, like, her instincts take over and somebody's <coughs> trying to kill them while they're running through, like, a hotel or something and her instincts take over. So she shoots out a window and pulls him with her and they jump out and land in the lake and, like, this yep. ice lake all cold. And they get out, and she doesn't remember what happened. And she's like, what happened? How did we get here? And he goes, I saved your ass. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a classic right there. That is a classic. I don't know if these are my first. Because so, I can't think of the DVDs, so that led me into, like, can I even remember what my first CDs were? And I don't know if these were it. But my dad definitely was the only person I knew with a CD player. And I remember the, the CDs that I listened to the most at his house were Michael Jackson's Thriller and the Return of the Jedi soundtrack. The soundtrack? The soundtrack, like, yeah. So like the, the score? The score, yeah. Okay, my first thought was like there was a soundtrack that I'd <laughs> Yeah. Ah, 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 staying alive! Oh. That was on the, that was on the Return of the Jedi soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It, for music that is both in and inspired by. Yes, in and inspired by the movie Return of the Jedi. It, it, it was during the um, that was the song that you probably didn't recognize it because it wasn't in English, but that's the song they were singing in Jabba's palace <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. Is Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Oh, man. That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. Watching this watching this Beverly Hills Cop 2 in the background really makes me want to play GTA. Because uh, they're, the, they're in the middle of one of the heists right now. Oh, that's the, funny. The dog, the casino heist. Between you and me. Uh-huh. I've been playing GTA the entire time we've been recording. <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm trying to get better. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. You need to gotta, play without me. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get. Uh, gotta get the, those levels up. I gotta. Not, I can't be so reliant on you, man. I'd like to see what you think of the story mode. If you ever get a chance to sit down and really play the story mode, I'd be. I'd be interested. Cause I love the story mode. I've played it probably five or six times. And I think what I love most is that like I'll 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 role play through the characters. Um so like uh like when you when you begin you gotta like your homeboy gives you shit for not having a new haircut. So like I'll go get a new haircut for that character, but then like one of the main characters goes through a lot of like life stuff. So as the game goes, like I let his beard grow out, I let his hair grow out, and he gets all unkempt. But then by the time he comes out of it, he's like, he looks like a champ. And like one time I played it, like when you, there's a part where you have to buy masks for a heist. So once you unlock that, one of the masks, one of the masks you can buy is a silver skull. So I, and I had unlocked the parachuting. So I had this parachute outfit that was like this bright orange and red outfit that was like a whole like bodysuit and I would put that on with this with the silver skull mask and I would pretend that Franklin was the supervillain known as the silver skull inside the Los Santos like I was just playing it as a as my own cartoon comic book supervillain version of Franklin I feel like this is amusing only to myself I'm sorry Maybe you guys had to, maybe you guys had to be there when I was playing GTA, and thinking so, this stuff in my head. So you had to be there, kind of story. I'm shooting mercenaries for some reason. I don't know why. It just popped up on my screen. It was like, "Go kill these mercenaries," and I was like, "I mean, I'm not gonna say no." So you're playing online. Could somebody have sent mercenaries after somebody else, and maybe it's just telling you to, you can go kill them to be a nice guy? I don't think I've ever seen that. Maybe you, are you I in a mission? Know. I mean, I don't. I didn't accept a mission or anything. I was just driving around while we talked. Huh. But then it was like, go to this. Or place. maybe, or oh, go to this place and kill mercenaries. Weird. Yeah. Maybe when, it's a... I, yeah when I got there, that's when it was like, kill all the mercenaries. I didn't know what I was doing until I got here, and it was like, kill these mercenaries. I was like, well, I mean, I drove all the way here. Uh, I wonder if it's one of those new business battles, where when you kill the mercenaries, uh, 
something will be revealed and you can take that to your business and make money off of it. Do you have any businesses? No. You know no, I don't you have can't. Yeah, I don't have You don't. I'm about to snipe this fool. Oh, wait, NP- no, he's dead. Okay. NP- you're about to snipe somebody who was already dead. Yeah, well, I didn't know. He was dying, and the arrow didn't go away from his head right away. So, you, know. you know how that is. Yeah, I do. Um, I uh, I recently tried to play Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PlayStation. How'd, um, that, how'd that go? Not good. Not good. Didn't get very far. Got basically to the first time flying and got so frustrated with the controls that I sent it back and got a new game. I had been curious about it because more, mostly because I, the thing that I wanted most from one was a storyline, and uh, but uh, but the way that they did like the DLC for one was really like a turnoff. So I wasn't really like that interested when Battlefront 2 came out outside of the story mode. And then, you know, obviously all the drama that came out, thankfully I wasn't a part of that because I didn't get the game um, when it came out. So that further decreased my interest. But, you know, with the Gamefly, I figured why not um, check it out because I'd been interested in the, like I said, the, the, the solo campaign and. And the first thing it starts you off is her droid, which I was just like, I literally almost just turned it off. I was like, where? <laughs> you gonna have me start off as this fucking dumbass droid? Come on, what, man. What, what do you have against droids, man? It's not that I don't have anything against droids, but this is gonna be a gimmicky section of the game. You're never gonna use no dumbass droid in no other aspect. Just, come on, man. No, I don't wanna. I don't wanna die hard through a fucking vent with this droid. To start, I want to start off as Inferno Squadron, blasting the shit out of fucking rebels whenever I feel like it. And I will say, it was incredibly satisfying shooting rebels in their fucking faces. So you don't like the rebels? Well, when I'm an Empire person, obviously. When you're an Empire person, an Imperial is the word I should have used. <laughs> you when son I'm of a an bitch. Empire. How can I hate an empire when I am an empire? <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So. Uh. So I was in, immediately annoyed by this droid beginning, but then I was running through the 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 main um the beginning of the story, and I got to Endor. And was enjoying playing on indoor until I came across some Ewoks who I couldn't fucking murder. You're going to have a fucking game set on indoor where I'm an Imperial and I can't fucking murder teddy bears? For all the fanboys who are like, the storm, the Empire couldn't be brought down by teddy bears? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, even though, like, as a kid, I like that. Um. But if I'm playing as a stormtrooper, I want to be able to murder some Ewoks. That's what I'm saying. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? No, no. I want to shoot a fucking Ewok in his cuddly face if I'm a goddamn stormtrooper. I know. I understand. You're a fucking psychopath. No, it's okay. That's how you get me into being a fucking stormtrooper. Oh, I'm sorry. You're Luke Skywalker's aunt and uncle. Uh, Get some gasoline. We about to have a barbecue. So basically, you just want to do all the evil shit that happened in the movies, but we never saw. I'm a stormtrooper. Stormtroopers aren't necessarily evil. Maybe they just got caught How up. are you going to be a stormtrooper and not be inherently evil? Finn. That's why he wasn't a stormtrooper. He quit. I'm out. This shit is crazy. Y'all killing civilians? I don't want no part of this. He wasn't a stormtrooper. He was not a stormtrooper, I guess. Eventually, he didn't. He didn't march like a stormtrooper. He didn't shoot civilians like a stormtrooper. He took his helmet without being to- took his helmet off without being told by like like a stormtrooper. He wasn't a stormtrooper. Is this like a? We- I wonder if this is like the argument that people that were upset that he was black use, or like, see, there couldn't be a black stormtrooper, and there still isn't because you see, he actually wasn't a stormtrooper. 
when he stopped being uh, working for the Empire? Probably. Dumb people. Uh, so I I killed the mercenaries, and uh, then it was like, steal the weapons and get away from the cops. And yeah. by weapons, it's like a, a militarized truck. Yeah. I've gotten away from the cops, and now I'm taking it to a drop-off point, but I have no fucking clue where or why. Interesting. Tell me what happens when you get there. I'll tell you when I get there, yeah. It's... Maybe if you don't have a business, it just it it puts this into the story for you, and you get, like, some cash. Well, what's weird? Cold I'm hard like, cash. I'm just concerned, or not? Con- I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Uh, I'm just curious because, like, I, I'm serious. I didn't do anything. I was just driving around, and this popped up, and I was like, "Well, fuck it. I guess I'll do this." I didn't say I was going to do a mission or anything. Yeah. I don't know. I have no clue. I'll make. Um. Noise. So back to Battlefront Two. Uh, I finally get into the ship the uh, ship part of it, and you've got to fly through the, dis- the the debris of the Death Star 2 to get out of there, and I was just like, I kept crashing into this shit, the controls were just not, I was not vibing with the controls. Uh, and then once I finally got through the debris, I got into a fight, and then I kept crashing into my goddamn shit, man, I saw over that goddamn game, I sent it back, and then immediately watched the the cinematic version on uh, YouTube. Um, I thought the story was interesting. Uh, I definitely would prefer more first-person story storylines set inside the Star Wars universe. I like that this is, uh, like, this was set, like, you know what I mean? Like, being able, watching that scene where, um, uh, they're talking about how they're going to kick the shit out of the rebels. And then they watch the Death Star part two blow up. Like that was like, it was a, it was interesting. And then how they like, how like they were reacting. And then the one girl's like, we need to get, to, we need to get off this planet and get back to ship. We've got, you know, like we have a new mission type shit was instantly like, anyways, I like the storyline. I wished I could have enjoyed the game to get to it. I'm sorry that things turned out the way they did. Yeah, well, sadly, that's a lot about what's happening with Star Wars lately for me. I still haven't watched The Force Awakens and uh, Last Jedi again. I should. I'm still going to get around to it, and I'll be like... Sure you are. Oh, I know you don't care about this, but I'm excited about it. Um, and it, and it kind of ties into what we're... So our next episode... Uh, this this Sunday, from the time we're recording this, uh, WWE SummerSlam is happening, and me, Poet, and Recon are going to watch it, and then we're going to talk about it in the next episode <laughs> just to get Poet's uh, opinions. <laughs> and I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. But the reason I bring it up, uh, the 1,000th episode of SmackDown is going to happen in October. Uh-huh. And that's a big deal. They're going to have like special guests and all kinds of crazy things will happen. I'm sure it'll be fun. You know where it's going to be? Denver, Colorado? No, it's going to be in Washington, D.C. That was my second guess. Yeah. So are you going? Is that what you're telling me? That's the plan, yeah. The tickets are going nice. on sale tomorrow. So we'll see nice. how, how that goes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, that, so that'll be fun. Nice man, that yeah, that'll be dope, man. I'm hoping, you know, because that's the Rock show. Mm-hmm. You know, he he came up with like the term SmackDown, and he's got to show up, right? Like, come on, thousand episodes of the show that you're pretty much responsible for. You would think. Just just come in just for like five minutes and just talk shit to somebody. That would be dope if you got there and the Rock did show up. I th- I'm like. I'm I'm gonna say forty percent sure that it'll happen. I would be like I would be like five percent sure it would happen, and then if it happened, I would be ninety five percent excited. He has already expressed interest in wrestling at WrestleMania again, and he uh-huh. I mean he loves the wrestling business in general. Yeah. So and he's shown up in the past for events like this, uh, so it's not really that strange. So I oh, think yeah. it'll I, I think it'll happen. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. 
Hell yeah. Well, I can't say I'm looking forward to this Sunday. Uh, Sunday, Sunday. How long is this thing we're going to uh, be I doing? Hoping, I was hoping you weren't going to ask that because you're not going to like the answer. <laughs> oh, man. There's a pre-show that we're not going to watch. I'm not going to make you watch the pre-show. I think I'm going to watch it just because why not? I, you know, I'd, just to get me in the mood. The pre-show is like the first hour. And then at like, I want to say six, it's like six or seven. Or no, it's like, maybe it's like five or six. I don't know. For you, it's earlier. Uh, it starts and it's like five hours long. Oh my God. Five <laughs> hours long. I know. I was just hoping you weren't going to ask because I was like, I wanted to, I remember when I was watching WrestleMania and WrestleMania is like the big event of the year. So it was like eight hours long. I'm not kidding. It was so fucking to the point where even I was like, let's wrap this shit up. Like what, what else could possibly happen? Like, like why, why is this so long? Uh, but watching it with, uh, with Liz in the room, she'd be like, this is still on. How much longer is there? I was oh, like, man. like seven o'clock at night. I'm like, this is going <laughs> midnight, and she's like, oh god. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to take a nap before this you thing. Def- definitely take a nap. Have snacks and thing things ready. I think I'm gonna get some beer for it. I'm gonna sit and drink and. Uh, oh, and I'll walk you through uh, signing up for the network too, because you get a free month trial, and then you can sign up for it. We'll watch it, and you can just cancel it, yeah, before because they won't charge you for a month or anything. So, gotcha. gotcha. Or if you turn out to love wrestling, you can keep it. Well, that I think you you broke up. You're going through a tunnel (laughs) or something. There's some there's some pretty there's some pretty fun things that are going to happen. Some pretty fun matches, I think. That it's I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. Nice. Yeah, no, I am looking forward to it. Uh, I, I think my optimism and and Recon's optimism about it, since we both are fans, will hopefully at least help you enjoy it a little more. Yeah. Or at least see the the why we enjoy it. You know, because even Liz, no, I get why you I get why you enjoy it. Well, I mean, I guess what I mean is like you'll it it will help you have a good time. Is really what I mean. Yeah, no, definitely you two enjoying it will make me either enjoy it or seek enjoyment from busting your two balls about it. Oh, well, that's fine. I I expect that to happen also. But no, I mean, I was, you know, I was a fan as a kid and then uh, um, was less a fan and then began to appreciate it later. I just want you to know now I'm watching War of the Planet for the Planet of the Apes. Um, one, they didn't title those movies correctly. Two, I really like this series and think it's a shame that Andy Serkis hasn't been nominated for some sort of awards for his performance as Caesar. They and- are better than I than most people I think give them credit for. Uh, I didn't see the last one. Last one was War, right? Yeah, last one was War. That's the only appropriately named one. Because the first one was Rise. The second one yeah. was Dawn. 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 Okay. And it should have gone Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah, I could see why you. That makes much more sense because you're gonna have a Dawn before you have a Rising. But isn't the night darkest just before the dawn? Yeah, and then the fucking sun rises. So dawn rise. Well, maybe they were going for like a, a zombie callback since it's like a apocalyptic type movie, and Dawn of the Dead was the second movie, and that they were like, "Hey, dawn of the Planet of the Apes, huh?" Maybe I don't know. I just have, it, that one was always one of those weird things to me. Remember they named the first one first, like... and then they were like, "Ah, shit! What can we call the second one?" Right. Dawn? This is really the rising of it. God damn it. What if people no. call us out on this? Fuck them. <laughs> They'll see it anyway. Uh, yeah. Now I just a version. I just imagine a, a Simpson-esque version cutaway where it's the director of the second movie and he's just got a single tear listening to our podcast. Talk about that. <laughs> the, 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 mis, the mistitlings. 
Oh. I think didn't they all three have a different directors though? Ah, uh, possibly. Yeah, the, la- the, the last two might have been the same. I think Matt Reeves directed the second one. He might have directed the third one too, but I don't think he directed. The I one. he definitely directed the third one. Oh, then okay, he did do the second one also. Okay. Cause I cause I know that because when they're in a recent article I read about his Batman, they listed War for Planet of the Apes under the movies they listed that he directed. But yeah, I, I, I remember really enjoying the first one. Uh, and then the second one is, I also really enjoyed that too, more than I thought I would. I, when I went to go see it, I was kind of not sure about it. But it's a pretty, it's a pretty unique post-apocalyptic movie. You know, in movies, especially yeah. right now when everything seems to be like, Zombies or nuclear fallout, you know, this one. Or aliens. Yeah, this one is pretty different in that, oh, apes. Well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Yeah. And ju- and I like the jumps that they did so that you're not following, like, it wasn't like James, it wasn't like a James Franco trilogy. Like, this is a Caesar trilogy, so you see him with different, with a different cast of character at different stages in his post-apocalyptic journey. Yeah. Yeah, man. Andy Serkis did just such a good job with this movie. <clears throat> Andy Serkis is just great in everything. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, I remember being not surprised, but kind of let down when uh, he gets killed in Black Panther because I was like, oh no, no more Andy Serkis yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, like I. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say that was the only thing. Uh, about it was like, it didn't hurt the movie itself. I was just like the Marvel Universe needs Andy Serkis, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, and like yeah, and his because like you don't get much of him in Age of Ultron, nah. so what we got of him in um, Black Panther was so like refreshing almost in its portrayal that you're like, oh man, it's a shame they had to get rid of him. So I don't know if you know this. Uh, black people were really excited about Black Panther. Uh huh. It's true. And the night that I went to go see it. Why would you ask me if I know this? Yeah. I know more about black people than you do. That's a joke. Uh. So the night I went to go see it opening night, me and Liz did. Uh huh. It was great. And you know, at the end of the movie, uh, when the credits start, they have like the the animated look at the characters with like the actor's name next to it. So it's like. You know, Chadwick Boseman with like the little Black Panther next to it. And then, you know, it's his character. It goes through like the whole cast. Yeah. You, you know yep. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So that happens. That, that part, that, that part happens. And, you know, each actor comes up and the, the audience is just like, yeah, like super into like every actor and actress that pops up on there until about midway through. And then it's like Martin Freeman. And everybody's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and uh okay. <laughs> come on. Bilbo and, and Smeagol. Anyone? It's, and I know, I mean, you know why. <laughs> Oh man, you know the joke uh, that the Black Panther cast had for those two guys, right? No. That they were the Tolkien white guys on set. <laughs> that's pretty good. It is, and that's why that that scene of them uh, of them um, in the interrogation room. All I can think about is him being like, "All right, tell me where the pressure. I mean, the ring is. Tell me where the ring is." And and him being like, I'm not going to tell you where Precious is. Is would you say that Michael B. Jordan is the best Marvel villain of the movies? Anyway, I would say he's among the best. In that, for me, it probably goes Thanos, and then probably Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Thanos is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it'd be like it'd be like trying to say like, who's the best villain in in Star Wars and be like, well, Darth Vader, like, all right, after Darth Vader, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, yeah. So like definitely, yeah. I mean, for me, it's, I gotta be, it's gotta be Thanos, uh, I'll Killmonger. Um, I want to say ghost, even though like, I don't technically, 
she's not to me like a villain. Like she's definitely the adversary in that movie. Um, but I wouldn't say she's she's a bad person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean. So, but technically she was the. That's, yeah. yeah. Technically she's the villain of that movie, so I would say she's probably third. That's why people like Magneto, because Magneto is people are like, oh, is Magneto wrong? I mean, yeah, yeah kind of, but... <laughs> he's not wrong. He's just how he goes about it. Yeah. Um, uh, Ultron. I love Ultron. I know people are kind of split on Ultron. I love him. Uh, I like I love the Ultron movie in general. I feel a lot of people really yeah. shit on it for some reason, and I don't know why. And that movie is so dense with like, like, like comic nuance that like the more I watch it, the more little things I pick up on it. In it, and it's just like I love that movie. I mean, because I'm trying to think like what is necessarily bad about it. And I really, I I really can't think of anything. It's just, it's solid throughout. It's funny. It's the yep. action's good. Uh, yep. I, the the villain has a decent uh, backstory or like a decent uh, reason for doing what he's doing. Not amazing or anything, but you know, it's it's at the very least entertaining because James Spader is just super yeah. charismatic. Yeah. And we also, and without it, we don't get the great joke in Avengers Infinity War. You lost another killer robot? I forgot about that joke, but yeah, I guess it's okay. How dare you? I just watched that movie again on Friday. Having Fuck, only, I love that movie. I, I only saw it the one time. I still haven't watched it again. And the one joke that has really stuck out to me that still makes me laugh when I think about it, and I'm sure I mentioned it on here, is the uh, uh, I Am Groot. I am Steve I am Rogers. Steve Rogers. <laughs> you know, it's, you know what's another one that is just like it's a throwaway line. Um, but when Banner goes, "There's an Ant Man and a Spider Man." Oh yeah, that is a good. <laughs> such a fucking throw. It's just a throwaway joke in that in that whole scene, but it's just so funny. That he's so he's so out of it, and it's just it plays so well. Like if you're somebody who just goes, really Ant Man and Spider Man, like these are these characters' names. Like this just is, it's like it 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 allows you to laugh at the ridiculousness of it. And I do love the fact that you because you forget he hasn't yeah. he, he hasn't been around for all this shit. He doesn't. He hasn't been around since Ultron. <laughs> he literally missed a whole phase. Oh, man. I want to watch that movie again. Oh, it's so good. I don't know if I'll watch it before our next movie night. Oh, yeah, because we're watching or it if I'll, I bet you people if will I'll show wait. up for that one. If I'll wait, yeah. You know, I, I hope people show up for yeah, it. I really enjoyed it just being you, me, and Chelsea for Inception and everything. Like, it was fun. And, uh, again, yeah. I love watching that movie. But I remember when we, we were watching Deadpool we were talking about. I think it was yeah. Deadpool had a big, big one. Yeah, there was like draw. there was five or six of us, right? And yeah. We all were like, okay, August eleventh, Inception. Everybody put it in your calendar so we know. So they knew. Well, Data had a last minute dinner, work dinner for his wife that he had to go to, and everybody else was like, "Fuck you, Billy." That's fair because nobody likes me. Not that it was even my birthday anymore, but you know. Technically, yeah. Technically, it was a week after your birthday. It was a week after my birthday. Oh, we haven't talked about that on here. My birthday was good, if anybody's curious. It was fun. Did we... You, what, you know what? We didn't talk about your birthday yet. Have we talked about the costume party? Yeah, that was weeks ago. <laughs> but did we talk about what it was like when you went? Uh, I thought we did. I'm pretty sure we did. No, I don't think we did, because I didn't talk shit about your fucking Tony Stark. I had to look at you, and I was like, who is he supposed to be? He just looks like Billy dressed up to go somewhere. You didn't see the arc reactor, man? No, and, and it wasn't until I looked until... It, it took me a second to realize you were Tony Stark. Let me put it like that. 
It really was just me dressed as I usually dress. Yeah. I, I didn't do anything. I didn't buy anything. I shaved. No. That was it. I, just, I was going to get a haircut, too, to try to get sort of like a haircut like him, but then I didn't. Yeah, yeah you sh- that would have been, I think, a better move. Uh, Probably why I, you didn't win the costume contest. I, I don't think there was a costume contest. And also, there ha- how do you not have a costume contest at a costume party? It's a cosplay party. Or a cosplay party. And it's, I don't know, they just didn't. We were dancing, uh, drinking, uh, you know. But yeah, Liz's outfit was definitely better than mine. Her domino was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, she looked good as domino for sure. She threw that together that day. Yeah, no, I remember. She'd been planning it for a while, though. She was like, I'm going to do this. And then we had such a good time. I was like, I really we wanted to do that again. Like, next time there's a comic book convention or something, we got to do something cool. And I guess I'll put yeah, some, some effort into mine. Yeah, like maybe dress up like Deadpool. Why does everybody want to be Deadpool? Like, maybe she doesn't want to be Domino again. Oh, uh, well, we assumed that she was going to be Domino again. Also, I don't, I don't know if I want to do Deadpool. Like, i got to wear, like, a whole suit and a mask, and that sounds hot. Yeah, it does. I want to. I want to be. I want to do a cool cosplay, but I also want to be comfortable. Like when I see people in like the giant, that, shit, like I, I, people that like have uh, Hulkbuster armor type uh, cosplay. Like, how are you in this? Why are you doing this to yourself? I love how you said you want to cosplay as something comfortable, and you li- literally right after saying, "Yeah, I just dress like myself." Basically put a light on my chest and shave my beard to kind of look like Tony Stark's. What's your cosplay? Well, yeah, I got a couple of uh, of uh, compliments, though. Liz didn't get any. Nobody said anything, to, and it pissed me off because I was like, hers is so good. And then, like, that's three or up. four people came up to me. I was like, oh, man, that's great. <laughs> um, Haters, man. Uh, my thing on cosplay is, is if I don't look like I stepped out of the movie, I don't want to even bother doing it. Oh, but that's what's fun about it is like people. But I also don't want to put any effort into looking like I came out of the movie. Oh shit! Ah. What are you doing now, Billy? I just got killed by this guy, and I wasn't even doing anything. Like I just—he was doing something, I don't know what. And I happened to drive by the area that he was in, and that was a mistake because he shot me. Like a regular NPC or another player? Another player. Mm. But you know what they say: don't hit the player, hate the game. Uh, That's right. Your wife would be uberly embarrassed. Yeah, I said it. Is it why? Because I keep saying things like that and keep it a hundred and. Yeah, and it embarrasses me, so you I know be. it would embarrass her. You should be embarrassed. I'm not doing it because I know what I'm doing. You definitely don't know what you're doing. Look, it's important for me to be true to myself. And that's true. And my that's keeping an awkward white guy, and so I'm gonna. Say that's keeping it 100, though, right there. That's keeping it 100. Yeah, there you go. My unfunny, awkward. You know, I I realize one day I'm gonna be a great father, if only because of my corny jokes and my puns. Oh man, I'm not gonna dispute that you're gonna be a good dad. Uh, I will definitely dispute that it'll be because of that. I mean, it's an important part of being a father. I'm I'm told. No, I don't know who told you that, but they're lying to you. Like, I have to be prepared for whatever my kid is like. I'm hungry, and then I gotta be like, hey, hungry, I'm dad. Ah! And then they'll oh, be like, this man. is why I wanted to go with mom in the divorce. And I'm just like, why'd you have to bring that up, you fucking asshole? <laughs> uh, your kid's gonna be like, Nick Cannon's hilarious. And you're gonna be like, who the fuck is Nick Cannon? Fuck Nick Cannon. I think that I think my kid would be like, "Who the fuck is Nick Cannon?" <laughs> oh man! And if I had to try and describe that, I don't even know. Like, okay, well, you know Mariah Carey. At one point, she was with this guy who was on Nickelodeon. He was also on a couple That's of other. That's right. Shows. He was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, right. And is he, I guess he's on MTV now, right? Isn't yeah, he, he does. Uh, he does. Uh, oh, what is that show? I know the show, but I can't remember the name of it. I've never watched it. Cause I've watched it. There's some I, there's some parts of it that I really I have really enjoyed. Um, fuck, but what is the name of that show? Now nah, I can't think of it. Oh my god, cocaine's a hell of a drug, y'all. It's got me sitting here talking to, the, telling you about the time Charlie Murphy jump kicked my ass. <laughs> um. Oh man. Oh bitch, all these rules. 
Um, uh, so I got this new game. I was literally starting it before we played. And I don't know what I thought this game was. But it's not like what I thought. It's not starting out at all like I thought. And the moment I started it and you text me, I was just like, I've got to put this away. There's no way I can play this before he's ready to go because, like, I'll just get sucked in. It's called... Hold on, let me get... I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's called... It looks like it's pronounced Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom... It's a RPG. Um, I don't know too much about it. I was just looking, you know, I was just looking for stuff to play, and it caught my attention. But this thing has already started off. Okay, I'm probably 15 minutes in. 10 minutes of that is cutscenes. Okay, the game starts off with what I'm assuming is the president of the United States. Heading towards New York City. Okay. Which I was not expecting when I loaded up this RPG. Um, a missile, which uh, can only be assumed as a nuclear missile. The president sees it flying out his window, headed towards New York City. It strikes New York, New York City, eviscerates it. You see the, the, the thing... Uh, hit the bridge that the president's on and then throw his cars back and then he's laying outside his damaged car and he kind of like is coming to when he like disappears. Cut to you're in this uh, opulent bedroom and he reappears younger and with a ponytail. To to know that he's younger. Yeah, to let you know he's younger. Um, he's still in a suit, and it, it turns out he still has a pistol. I didn't realize the president was armed, but this president is packing. <laughs> this president is definitely a proponent of the Second Amendment, and he came armed and ready to serve out justice. And uh, he wakes up and immediately meets a boy king... And then almost immediately a coup begins and he decides to uh, protect the boy because the boy is almost attacked by two of his guards. And that's when you discover that the king, the president has a gun because um, he shoots one of those motherfuckers. Then he picks up a, a sword because he's like, I ain't got a whole lot of ammo in this motherfucker. Uh, so he picks the sword and then that's when you sword some people to death. Uh, but then... Uh, uh, you see another, and then it cuts, and it's all, this, it looks like a cartoon, like, it's, uh, one of the people is by Bandai Famco, like, you know, the anime magna cartoon dudes or whatever, yeah, yeah. uh, it's fully like a cartoon, and it cuts to, um, now you have to understand something, the, the, the boy king is human, the guards are all human, but they're wearing what appear to be helmets that mimic mouse mice okay. like they have mouse mouse helmets um and, and then cut to you're in a king a throne room with two two creatures uh that are talking about their coup and and the coup it turns out is finally the the rising of mouse kind okay and then you and then you texted me, I'm ready, and I was like, I, I'm almost ready to, I'm home, I'm going to eat, I'm almost ready. I was like, I got to stop this game right now. This shit is too crazy. I can't get into it before uh, this episode. I was going to say, uh, I hope that everyone listening is in the same boat as me, because I've never heard of this game, and having known nothing about it until now, you could just be making all this shit up, because it does not sound I'm, real. I'm like, there's no, I'm, not that I don't believe you, I do believe you, there's no reason for you to make this up, but it does sound like bullshit. I kid you not, that is what's happening. I had to stop because I was like, this is like, I was not prepared for this at all. I thought this was going to be your standard RPG. Like, I'm going to be some, like, kid with amnesia, has magic powers, or he's going to meet a magic person. 
Um, and then they're going to meet some old wise dude who's going to help them. And then they're going to meet like a, a rogue character. And then uh, 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 they'll probably meet some weird creature. Um, there'll be some fighting. You know, shit like this. I first thought that this dude is the president, and in in going towards New York was already. I was like, "Well, that's the first thing." So he's the president, and New York is a thing. Okay. Yeah. I, well, we they go. don't specifically. They don't say the United States. There's some image on it that says like Unico or something like that. Like, but like you like it's a like it's and it's like but it looks like the presidential seal, and the it doesn't specifically say it's New York. But it looks like New York, and the bridge they're on looks like it's the Brooklyn Bridge. But there's like nothing says New York, and then he's referred to as the pres, Mr. President. So you know he's the president. So that's why okay. I thought it was New York. And so America. that you got me there, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. And then there's a boy king, but the president is younger. No, it's a boy. The king is a boy. The president was like it, it'd be like if. Uh, if we went from uh, Obama to to a young Kennedy, you know what I mean? Like Obama went to like college Obama, you know what I mean? Like he went from having that close fade to a fro. You'd be like, oh shit, it's hip president now. What's okay. up, Barry? What's up, Barry? I had a dream that I met Barack Obama the other day. Did you? I forgot about it until just now. Uh, I dreamt that my parents are visiting because eventually my parents are bound to visit us. And we uh, were walking somewhere and suddenly I was just like, oh shit, there's Barack Obama. And he was like, hey, how's it going? And we shook hands as you would if you met the president, the former president. Yeah, 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 yeah. I met his wife. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. She no, was I, incredibly no, nice. I know. I know you knew. Um, we get it. You're, yeah, you're special. No, she was incredibly nice, and uh, it was funny. I joked about, like, what I was going to say to her uh, when she got there, and then the way she pulled up with Secret Service and everything and how, like, quick and efficient it was, I, per I, I, I perked up a little bit. It was like, oh, nice to meet you. Uh, thank, uh, thank you for, for coming. <laughs> Please, a bumbling idiot. Just like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm wasting your time. So basically, it's the same way as when you always talk to women. I mean, you had to put my business out there or whatever. <laughs> That's a joke. I know, man. I know. I don't know what I would do if I met Michelle Obama. I'd say nothing and hope your wife's there. Yeah, because she would know what to say. She definitely would know what to say. I don't know what to do with, like, so we were in uh, St. Louis? Yeah, we were in St. Louis on our honeymoon before we came to see you, actually, in Denver, like, a few days before that, because we stopped in a few cities. And we were at our hotel, and we called an Uber to pick us up, and so we went outside waiting on it, and we just, just about got into the car. Like, it wasn't quite there yet. And I saw a couple of people, like, looking back. You know, like, there's a certain look that people have when they see someone famous or something, and they look away, they look back somewhere, and they're like, oh, they're looking at something. Someone, yeah. someone important is there. And I looked, and I saw from behind, not to keep bringing up wrestling, but this is what happens, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He is legitimately amazing. Uh and he was on tour with his band at the time. So, and they were in town and they had a show. And he happened to be staying at the hotel that we were staying in. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Chris Jericho. But I was like, I, I, I didn't. I, Liz was like, do you want me to say something to him? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I said no, but I wish I had said yes because I think it stuck with me. Because for me, like, she would know what to say. To me, I'm like, I don't. What do you say? Like, oh, I like your stuff. Like, that's so lame. What do you even why are you bothering them for that? <laughs> no, nah, hey, you know, I, I was the same way. I mean, the circumstances were different. Like, you know, obviously when I met Christian Bale, I would have preferred that be under different circumstances. Um, but I remember he, I, you know, I just said, uh, I said, thank you, you know, just for coming and, you know, because uh, he came and thanked, spent time with the victims and talked to all the staff at our hospital. And, uh, you know, I just said, thank you. And he said, no, thank you. And I almost started crying. Like, I got a little misty and I couldn't. I was just like, oh, thank you. And, and just I had to leave because it was just like, 
Batman just told me thank thank you. I don't know. Like my brain shut down. I gotta get out of here before I just collapse and people have to resuscitate my ass. It's like the moment you would have been like, oh, man, you're a real hero, and then he's like, no, you're the hero. Like ah, <laughs> ah! a hero is somebody who puts on jacket on a little boy. <laughs> boy, I'm out of breath. Why is this dialogue got to be so long, Chris? Why is he saying that? Can't, can't I just say I'm Batman? <laughs> oh, man. Like, I love those movies. I, I do, too, but some things can't be I, okay? It's I love his voice. I don't know about love. Still, um, my favorite My favorite was when, uh, we, when uh, they announced that he was going to play Moses. In that one movie, and I just decided he was going to play Moses, but as continued Batman. to use as Batman. <laughs> oh, man. So dumb, dude. Oh, shit. <sighs> I just crashed my motorcycle and died. That's a shame. Ooh. Well, uh, you want to call it good? Is yeah, this a good place to I, end I the episode? That, I think we're at a place where we can, uh, we can stop it. Um, you, want, you want me to come join you in Los Santos? Uh, I'm gonna go soon, actually, because Liz is gonna be home in a minute. I, she wants to go for a walk, man. That's what. My my like, I, I got like a schedule now. Like I'm putting it together. I'm not kidding. I literally like have been putting things in my calendar of like, okay, at this time I'm gonna be doing this, and then at this time I'm gonna do this, because otherwise, like, I just don't get shit done. Yeah. That's the life of a married man. I guess I wouldn't know. I'm gonna die alone. Sad. I don't think so. I think it's no. Probably what's gonna happen is that I'm gonna get sickly, and you guys are gonna have to take care of me. You and Liz. (laughs) Why us? (laughs) You're you're obviously the ones who are gonna be young enough to take care of my old dead ass, dying ass. There are other young. Dak is about our age. It's like going to Australia. What's wrong with Australia? First of all, like, would it matter? Yes. Literally everything bred to kill humans, everything that has evolved on planet Earth to kill humans, has evolved much larger and much more vicious there. I don't think so. I hate spiders. I'm pretty sure that's their origin. Their place of origin is Australia. Uh, You're exaggerating. No. Where did I get all that money? They have drop bears there. Drop bears. Do you know what that'll do? They drop on you, and they're bears. Uh, I must have made like seventy-five thousand dollars while we were doing this game because I've got over four hundred thousand, and I did not have that when I started. Oh, that's adorable! I got thirteen million in my uh, bank account. Yeah, how much real money have you spent on this game? You know what, Billy? That's unfair and hurtful. Also, what to not only me? Like, your your my... your level is like like three hundred or something, right? 320 something yeah i'm 30 <laughs> i'm literally a hundred times your level uh, or maybe 10 or maybe 10 times your level depending on how, how your math works oh man all right i'm poet i'm billy good night this is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza!